Welcome to Ahead of the Game, a podcast brought to you by KMT Partners. I'm Andrew Montesi. It's been a while, but we're excited to return to the show with a series on family business succession. I talk to Michael Fox, Managing Director at KMT Partners and expert in family business. We kick off the series by focusing on some of the fundamentals of family business succession, getting your values right and planning to hand over the reins. If you listen to this episode and want to know more, obviously continue to listen to the series, but you can go even deeper by reading Michael's family business succession paper titled Riches to Rags in Three Generations. There's a direct link in the show notes for this episode, and you can also find the paper at the KMT website, kmtpartners.com.au. KMT is a leading accounting and wealth management advisory firm in South Australia, assisting you to emerge, renew, grow, and build resilience in business, themes which are central to this podcast series. For more information, visit kmtpartners.com.au. Enjoy this episode with Michael Fox. Michael, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Now, as we kick off this series on family business succession, let's start by um, covering off some of the the key headlines and just making sure we've got our core facts right. So first up, how do you actually define business succession? Business succession is when a family-controlled or in South Australia quite often a privately controlled business is passed to either the next generation, which may be the family members, it may be the management of a privately held business, or it may be a trade sale to somebody else inside the industry or an unknown customer. So for family businesses, broadly speaking, how many would actually have this on the agenda as a strategic item? A large number do have it on the agenda because, candidly, the founders of businesses in the last 40 years are getting older. However, just because it's on the agenda, it doesn't mean to say they're formally dealing with it. Global research suggests that the number of businesses thinking about it may vary between 40 and 60%. Those that are formally doing something about it may be as low as less than 20%. Wow. So, I mean, I guess either way, succession will come for a business one way or another. <laughs> but... Well, succession can come in a nice manner or unfortunately sometimes in a very disastrous manner. So humanity causes the unexpected succession, either of issues like health, uh, motor vehicle accidents, etc. Or the other part of it is, yes, uh, The founder of the business is now in his 80s and can't cope with technology, say. So it is about time he moved on, whether they have the recognition of their need to renew their business leadership is another point. Mm. So you've written a paper um, on all of these topics, riches to rags in three generations. You spoke about getting your values right as being a really important thing. Can you just explain that a little bit more for us? If you look around South Australia right now, there are several brands whose marketing is represented by their family image. Two that come to mind are, say, the Cooper family, who have been producing beer and quite often talk of their product in the multi-generations of it. The Beerenberg family labelling was rejuvenated about four or five years ago 
and you now have sauces and jams with Sally, etc., and their lifestyle reflected on those brands. They're essentially saying we are our product and our product is us. So what that family holds itself out to be to the community and to themselves has become an intrinsic part of their way of life. Mm. Okay. So for someone listening to this and going, oh, geez, I've actually got to start doing a bit of work on, on, on my business succession, um, they might be going, all right, well, well, what does a plan actually look like? What does a business succession plan look like? A business succession plan is a bit like and actually part of your overall business plan. I also do a lot of work with emerging businesses alongside a renewal of family enterprises. My worst question to a new business is, what's the way out? Where are you going to exit? How are you going to take a clip of the ticket when you've made your money? So if we know what the exit is, we know where to start. Hmm. Okay. So at what point, so I mean, you, you've mentioned you're working with emerging businesses as well as um, renewing businesses. At what point do business owners need to start thinking about this? Succession from calamity needs to be thought about straight away and it needs to be managed. So you end up having what we call risk management conversations and candidly that usually means some form of insurance product buying a solution to your financial risk to look after your business and or your family. In a broader context, it means that you've got to try to think about where that business will be and what you want to do with your success of your business in building wealth outside the business and all of those sorts of things so that you have a capacity to eventually enjoy life or take control of your life. It's an old classic of most of us in starting in business work in that business are almost a slave to it. The oxymoron is that you move from into on your business and in moving to work on your business, the first thing you'll start to do is thinking about how you get others doing things for you through delegation and that means you're starting to have your business capable of succession. Hmm. Okay. So to maybe go back a step, can you maybe just lay out for us what are the typical modes of succession? Like how does succession actually happen? You've mentioned that calamity or, um, you know, uh, the bad stuff happens, which forces succession. But what are the other typical ways that it can occur? The typical way is that I've worked out that I want to retire. Uh, the small to medium business Almost myth is my business is my superannuation or my retirement fund. There's something like around about $3 trillion worth of businesses being sold in Australia in succession in the next decade. I'm not too sure how many customers there are to buy those businesses. Mm. So unless you start thinking now about where you are going to create value for your business so that somebody else will buy it, and the first thing to start in terms of your succession planning is to make sure your business doesn't rely solely on you. You have to make yourself a key component of the business, but the business has to be able to operate without you. Without that starting point, there is nothing that's saleable, nor is it worth taking over from a previous generation because everything relies on that previous generation. Good advice. We will um, continue to unpack this in um, our upcoming episodes on family business succession.
Thanks, Michael. Want to know more about family business succession? Check out the episode notes or the KMT blog to download Michael's in-depth paper covering many of the tips and traps in family business succession. And don't forget to subscribe to Ahead of the Game, a podcast brought to you by KMT Partners. KMT is a leading accounting and wealth management advisory firm in South Australia, assisting you to emerge, renew, grow and build resilience in business, themes which are central to this podcast series. For more information or to get advice, visit kmtpartners.com.au.